O Israel, the Lord is our God, the Lord is one. Blessed be the name of the glory of His kingdom for ever and ever. Amen. Good morning, Mishpachah. Good morning, Mishpachah. Welcome to the Daily Audio Torah. I'm Laura Densmore, your host, and I'm so glad you're joining in with me today. Today is Friday, December 10. Journey with me through the entire Bible in one year, focusing on the biblical calendar the Sabbath, the feasts, and the Torah reading cycle. We have many voices, interpretations, and points of view out there, but there is nothing like listening to the crystal clean, pure Word of God in your life. It is living water for your spirit, as it is written in Romans 10:17. So then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. When we listen to the spoken word of God, it is living and powerful, and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the division of soul and spirit, and of joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. Hebrews 4.12 The word of God is alive, it is powerful, and it renews our mind and builds up our spirit. Are you being blessed by this ministry? please consider supporting Daily Audio Torah. You can make a one-time or a recurring donation by going to dailyaudiotorah.com and then click on the Give pick on the navigation menu. You can then make a secure online donation there. Thank you for your prayers, and thank you for your support. Now let's continue our journey through the entire Bible in one year. This week we are reading from the Israel Bible for the Hebrew Scriptures, and from the King James for the Brit Hadashah. Today we continue the Torah portion, Vayigash, and it means, And he drew near. Genesis 46.28-47.10 He had sent Yehuda ahead of him to Joseph to point the way before him to Goshen. So when they came to the region of Goshen, Joseph ordered his chariot and went to Goshen to meet his father Israel. He presented himself to him, and embracing him around the neck, he wept on his neck a good while. Then Israel said to Joseph, Now I can die, having seen for myself that you are still alive. Then Joseph said to his brothers and to his father's household, I will go up and tell the news to Pharaoh and say to him, My brothers and my father's household who were in the land of Canaan have come to me. The men are shepherds. They have always been breeders of livestock, and they have brought with them their flocks and herds and all that is theirs. So when Pharaoh summons you and asks, What is your occupation? You shall answer, Your servants have been breeders of livestock from the start until now, both we and our fathers, so that you may stay in the region of Goshen, for all shepherds are abhorrent to Egyptians. Then Joseph came and reported to Pharaoh, saying, 
My father and my brothers, with their flocks and herds and all that is theirs, have come from the land of Canaan, and are now in the region of Goshen. And selecting a few of his brothers, he presented them to Pharaoh. Pharaoh said to his brothers, What is your occupation? They answered Pharaoh, We, your servants, are shepherds, as were also our fathers. We have come, they told Pharaoh, to sojourn in this land, for there is no pasture for your servants' flocks, the famine being severe in the land of Canaan. Pray then, let your servants stay in the region of Goshen. And then Pharaoh said to Joseph, As regards your father and your brothers who have come to you, The land of Egypt is open before you. Settle your father and your brothers in the best part of the land. Let them stay in the region of Goshen. And if you know any capable men among them, put them in charge of my livestock. Joseph then brought his father Jacob and presented him to Pharaoh. And Jacob greeted Pharaoh. Pharaoh asked Jacob, How many are the years of your life? And Jacob answered Pharaoh, The years of my sojourn on earth are one hundred and thirty. Few and hard have been the years of my life, nor do they come up to the lifespans of my fathers during their sojourns. Then Jacob bade Pharaoh farewell, and left Pharaoh's presence. Amos 1.1-3.15 the words of Amos, a sheep birder from Tekoa, who prophesied concerning Israel in the reigns of King Uzziah of Yehuda and Jeroboam, son of Joash of Israel, two years before the earthquake. He proclaimed, Hashem roars from Zion, shouts aloud from Jerusalem, and the pastures of the shepherds shall languish, and the summit of Carmel shall wither. Thus said Hashem, For three transgressions of Damascus, for four, I will not revoke it, because they threshed Gilead with threshing boards of iron. I will send down fire upon the palace of Hazael, and it shall devour the fortresses of Ben-Hadad. I will break the gate bars of Damascus and wipe out the inhabitants from the vale of Avon and the sceptered ruler of Beth-Eden, and the people of Aram shall be exiled to Ker, said Hashem. Thus said Hashem, For three transgressions of Gaza, for four I will not revoke it, because they exiled an entire population, which they delivered to Edom. I will send down fire upon the wall of Gaza, and it shall devour its fortresses, and I will wipe out the inhabitants of Ashdod and the sceptered ruler of Ashkelon. And I will turn my hand against Ekron, and the Philistines shall perish to the last man, says Hashem. Thus said Hashem, For three transgressions of Tyre, for four, I will not revoke it, because they handed over an entire population to Edom, ignoring the covenant of brotherhood. I will send down fire upon the wall of Tyre, and it shall devour its fortresses. Thus said Hashem, For three transgressions of Edom, for four, I will not revoke it, because he pursued his brother with the sword and repressed all pity, because his anger raged unceasing and his fury stormed unchecked.
I will send down fire from Teman, and it shall devour the fortresses of Basra. Thus said Hashem, For three transgressions of the Ammonites, for four I will not revoke it, because they ripped open the pregnant women of Gilead in order to enlarge their own territory. I will set fire to the wall of Rabbah, and it shall devour its fortresses, amid shouting on a day of battle, on a day of violent tempest. Their king and his officers shall go into exile together, said Hashem. Thus said Hashem, For three transgressions of Moab, for four I will not revoke it, because he burned the bones of the king of Edom to lime. I will send down fire upon Moab, and it shall devour the fortresses of Kiriath, and Moab shall die in tumult, amid shouting and the blare of shofars. I will wipe out the ruler from within her, and slay all her officials along with him, said Hashem. Thus said Hashem, For three transgressions of Yehuda for four, I will not revoke it because they have spurned the teaching of Hashem and have not observed His laws. They are beguiled by the delusions after which their fathers walked. I will send down fire upon Yehuda, and it shall devour the fortresses of Jerusalem. Thus said Hashem, For three transgressions of Israel, for four I will not revoke it because they have sold for silver those whose cause was just, and the needy for a pair of sandals. Ah, you who trample the heads of the poor into the dust of the ground, and make the humble walk a twisted course. Father and son go to the same girl, and thereby profane my holy name. They recline by every altar on garments taken in pledge, and drink in the house of their god wine bought with fines they imposed. Yet I destroyed the Amorite before them, whose stature was like the cedars, and who was stout as the oak, destroying his bows above and his trunk below. And I brought you up from the land of Egypt, and led you through the wilderness forty years, to possess the land of the Amorite. And I raised up Nevi'im from among your sons, and Nazarites from among your young men. Is that not so, O people of Israel, says Hashem? But you made the Nazarites drink wine, and ordered the Nevi'im not to prophesy. Ah, I will slow your movements, as a wagon is slowed when it is full of cut grain. Flight shall fail, the swift, the strong shall find no strength, and the warrior shall not save his life. The bowman shall not hold his ground, and the fleet-footed shall not escape, nor the horseman save his life. Even the most stout-hearted warrior shall run away unharmed. Even the most stout-hearted warrior shall run away unarmed that day, declares Hashem. Hear this word, O people of Israel, that Hashem has spoken concerning you, concerning the whole family that I brought up from the land of Egypt. You alone have I singled out of all the families of the earth. That is why I will call you to account for all your iniquities. Can two walk together without having met? Does a lion roar in the forest when he has no prey? Does a great beast let out a cry from its den without having made a capture? 
Does a bird drop on the ground in a trap with no snare there? Does a trap spring up from the ground unless it has caught something? When a shofar is sounded in a town, do the people not take alarm? Can misfortune come to a town if Hashem has not caused it? Indeed, my God does nothing without having revealed His purpose to His servants, the Nevi'im. A lion has roared, who can but fear? My Hashem has spoken, who can but prophesy? Proclaim in the fortresses of Ashdod, and in the fortresses of the land of Egypt, say, Gather on the hill of Shomron, and witness the great outrages within her, and the oppression in her midst. They are incapable of doing right, declares Hashem. They store up lawlessness and rapine in their fortresses. Assuredly, thus said my God, an enemy all about the land, he shall strip you of your splendor, and your fortresses shall be plundered. Thus said Hashem, As a shepherd rescues from the lion's jaws two shank bones, or the tip of an ear, so shall the Israelites escape who dwell in Shomron, Samaria, with the leg of a bed or the head of a couch. Hear this and warn the house of Jacob, says my Lord Hashem, the God of hosts, that when I punish Israel for its transgressions, I will wreak judgment on the altar of Bet-El, and the horns of the altar shall be cut off and shall fall to the ground. I will wreck the winter palace together with the summer palace. The ivory palaces shall be demolished, and the great houses shall be destroyed, declares Hashem. Revelation 2, 1-17 To the angel of the church of Ephesus write, These things said he that holds the seven stars in his right hand, who walks in the midst of the seven golden candlesticks. I know your works and your labor and your patience, and how you cannot bear them which are evil. And you have tried them which say they are apostles and are not, and have found them liars, and have borne and have patience, and for my name's sake have labored and have not fainted. Nevertheless, I have somewhat against you, because you have left your first love. Remember, therefore, from where you are fallen, and repent, and do the first works, or else I will come to you quickly and will remove your candlestick out of his place, except you repent. But this you have, that you hate the deeds of the Nicolaitans, which I also hate. He that has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. To him that overcomes will I give to eat of the tree of life, which is in the midst of the paradise of God. And unto the angel of the church in Smyrna write, These things says the first and the last, the Aleph and the Tav, which was dead and is alive. I know your works in tribulation and poverty, but you are rich, and I know the blasphemy of them which say they are Jews, and are not, but are the synagogue of Satan. Fear none of those things which you shall suffer. Behold, the devil shall cast some of you into prison, that you may be tried, and you shall have tribulation ten days. 
Be faithful unto death, and I will give you a crown of life. He that has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. He that overcomes shall not be hurt of the second death. And to the angel of the church in Pergamos write, These things says he which has the sharp sword with two edges. I know your works and where you dwell, even where Satan's seat is. And you hold fast my name and have not denied my faith, even in those days wherein Antipas was my faithful martyr, who was slain among you where Satan dwells. But I have a few things against you, because you have there them that hold the doctrine of Balaam, who taught Balak to cast a stumbling block before the children of Israel, to eat things sacrificed to idols, and to commit fornication. So have you also them that hold the doctrine of the Nicolaitans, which things I hate. Repent, or else I will come unto you quickly, and will fight against them with the sword of my mouth. He that has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. To him that overcomes will I give to eat of the hidden manna, and will give him a white stone, and in the stone a new name written, which no man knows except he that receives it. Psalm 129, 1-8 Many a time have they afflicted me from my youth, may Israel now say. Many a time have they afflicted me from my youth, yet they have not prevailed against me. The plowers plowed upon my back, they made long their furrows. The Lord is righteous, he has cut asunder the cords of the wicked. Let them all be confounded and turn back that hate Zion. Let them be as the grass upon the housetops, which withers afore it grows up, wherewith the mower fills not his hand, nor he that binds sheaves his bosom. Neither do they which go by say, The blessing of the Lord be upon you. We bless you in the name of the Lord. Proverbs 29, 19-20 A servant will not be corrected by words, for though he understand, he will not answer. Do you see a man that is hasty in his words? There is more hope of a fool than of him. I want to speak to you today from the book of Amos, chapters 1-3. through 3. And in this book, we see that the prophet Amos, who is a simple shepherd from the region of Tekoa, issues some decrees or hoax from the Lord uh, against various groups of people. And I want to unpack that for you a bit. The first one we're going to look at is found in chapter 1, verse 11, where it is written, Thus said Hashem, for three transgressions of Edom, for four, I will not revoke it, because he pursued his brother with the sword, and repressed all pity, because his anger raged unceasing, and his fury stormed unchecked. What group of people or person is this verse referring to? 
He pursued his brother with the sword. This is Esau pursuing his brother Jacob. And recall that when they're first going to reunite, Esau hears news that his brother is on the way home. And so he mounts up an army of 400 men with mounted swords. And he's going to, he has intent to kill. And then something happens along the way to change his mind. The Israel Bible commentary to this verse reads as follows. Amos delivers a harsh prophecy against the southern nation of Edom. When the land of Israel could no longer bear to have both Jacob and Esau dwell there together, Esau chose to leave for Mount Seir, which became the territory of Edom. The Edomites are traditionally thought to be descendants of Esau and are held accountable for maintaining the fires of enmity and hatred towards Jacob's descendants. Their hatred to Jacob's descendants was so great and lasted so long that during Yehuda's downfall at the hands of the Babylonians, the Edomites rejoiced and cheered and took spoils from the war and even helped the Babylonians capture the Israelites who tried to escape. Their sin was even more heinous because Israel was proscribed from attacking them and because they refused to abandon old hatreds. Once a prosperous area, the land of Edom is today a desolate desert, as promised in Ezekiel 35.9. I will make you a desolation for all time. Your towns shall never be inhabited, and you shall know that I am Hashem. So Mount Seir and the region of Edom is today uh, southern modern-day Jordan. And um, Amalek, who came against the Hebrews, is uh, a descendant, like a great-grandson or a grandson of Esau. And then also Haman, who wanted to wipe out and eradicate all Jews in the time of Esther, he was also a direct descendant of Esau. So this hatred toward Jacob and his descendants has persisted for many, many centuries. And in fact, it would not surprise me if modern-day extremist Palestinians, terrorists, who have uh, the heart and the intent to destroy and to wipe out Israel and and to kill the Jewish people, it would not surprise me that they are in some way descendants of Esau. Now, Edom, it is, I'm going to share this, it's common thought in the Jewish world, in the Jewish culture, and it's probably true. Edom led to the rise of Rome. The descendants of Edom and Esau uh, became the rise of Rome and Western culture. And so Rome was a cruel oppressor of the Jewish people in the time of Yeshua. And the Jewish people, many of them, wanted the uh, the yoke of Rome to be thrown off of them, and they were looking for Yeshua to do that for them. Uh, of course, it wasn't time. Yeshua's kingdom is not of this world. Now, another very interesting verse that I want to take a look at with you. Um, and again, it's another hoke or another decree. And this is in chapter 2, verse 6. Thus said Hashem, 
for three transgressions of Israel for four, I will not revoke it. Because they have sold for silver those whose cause was just, and the needy for a pair of sandals. Okay, so what's this referring to? The early commentators take this as an allusion to the sale of Joseph by his brothers. So they sold Joseph for silver to the traders that went by, and he was sold for some silver. And who else was sold for some silver that you can think of? That was Yeshua. Yeshua was sold for 30 pieces of silver by Judas. Um, He betrayed Yeshua and told the religious leaders, the Pharisees, where Yeshua could be found. And basically, he was uh, sold from the hands of Judah into the hands of Rome. And then Rome took him and tried him, and Pilate wanted to find him not guilty, but the Pharisee religious leaders insisted, crucify him, crucify him. So we see a close parallel then between what happened to Joseph and what happened to Yeshua. So this shows us that Joseph is a shadow picture, a remez hint pointing us to Yeshua. And so again, to undo these judgments or these curses, there must be repentance. Okay, so the Edomites need to repent for their age-long hatred toward the Jewish people. And when you think about it, it's very possible that those who hold such deep anti-Semitism against the Jewish people, that it's a spirit of Edom or a spirit of Esau that is upon them. So that needs to be repented of. Now another verse I want to look at, chapter 2, verses 4 and 5. What we looked at in verse 6 was uh, for three transgressions of Israel and for four. And then, you know, I will not revoke it. But now in chapter 2, verses 4 and 5, Thus said Hashem, for three transgressions of Yehuda, for four, I will not revoke it, because they have spurned the teaching of Hashem and have not observed his laws. They are beguiled by the delusions after which their fathers walked. I will send down fire upon Yehuda, and it shall devour the fortresses of Jerusalem. So again, this hoke or this decree is speaking specifically to the southern kingdom, the house of Judah. The other one was speaking to the northern kingdom, the house of Israel, the ten tribes of the north. This one's speaking to Yehuda, the southern kingdom, the Jews. And it's basically saying, you're not following my Torah. You're not following or keeping the laws and the statutes and the decrees of the Lord. And they've been beguiled by delusions. And so what will be the consequence? And the Lord says, I will send down fire upon Yehuda, and it shall devour the fortresses of Jerusalem. I believe this is a remez hint telling us ahead of time that the temple would be destroyed. And that's exactly what happened. And it was destroyed by fire twice. Not once, but twice. In 586 BC by the Babylonians, and then again in 70 AD by the Romans.
And so there's much we can glean from this little minor prophet, Amos, the shepherd. And it's something to keep in our minds. Have a blessed day, and we'll see you tomorrow. Shalom. Adonai Adonai The Aaronic Blessing from Numbers chapter 6, 24 to 26. Adonai bless you and keep you. Adonai make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. Adonai lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace.